healing, self-care, mental health, laugh, joy, women, real black girl shit, to be whole is to be healed, black girl joy, healing journey, black woman be whole. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the Black Woman Behold podcast. We're your hosts, Adnisha, Pam, and hey. What up, hey, what up, y'all? Where y'all at? Woo! All right. And we are Black women working on being home. That shit is hard, but we doing it. Okay, let's be clear. Out in these streets trying to get it right. <laughs> Hold up, y'all. We are on episode number two. We are at season three. And you know what? We got something a little different for y'all today. Word? Oh, this really? is new, new. Okay, do y'all. Do tell, new, girl. New. Do tell. Do tell. We have a special guest joining us today. Oh, do y'all. we? Yes, yeah, this is our first guest of the season. Oh, but you sure. know what? Before we get into that, let me slow it down. Let me bring it back. Let me check in with y'all. Let me check in with my girls. So, you know, ladies, what y'all working on this week, this month, the last 10 days, the last 48 hours, whatever. What's up, Marquia? What's up? What are we doing? What are we working? You know, I am in full entrepreneur mode at this point. So I okay. am navigating what it is to own your own business. And it is challenging, but I enjoy it. I would rather it be this version of hard than what I was dealing with in past employment situations. And, you know, I'm realizing maybe all along I was supposed to have my own business because I do enjoy the freedom and like just... I'm able to take care of myself, right? Like I don't take meetings before 10 a.m. unless it's like a dire situation. You know, I can work as late as I want to and still preserve parts of me for me. So it's still a little, little jank, <laughs> but it's cool. I like it. It's giving so. boundaries with the big B right now. <laughs> Absolutely, girl. Okay, you girl, tell you gotta make it right. <laughs> I said no. Right. As you know, I'll be in the middle of the day going to get my hair and my nails. I'm like, oh, I can't see nobody. I got to get myself together. Yes, I like to not start before 10. I like, if I don't do my workouts before then, then I have like a good like two hour chunk that I don't schedule meetings so I can do my boot camp and my training. So, you know. Come on now. Got to keep the marbles in the box. That's what it's all about. Freedom to live your life the way you need to it's not disrupting your life it's you're integrating it into your life so and i'm doing all of the things so kudos to that yes you are i love that for you what about you cal girl so all the the whole saga of the health and the nonsense you know Mm. i'm just trying to continue my walking go Mm. to all my appointments i gotta you know make all my things go go so that I can, you know, live my best life because um, I can't let it slow me down, you know. So I'm working on my health again, still. When does it stop? I don't fucking know, but, you know, that's where I am. Working on my health, eating better. Come on, you know? eating better. Shout out to Crystal, the alkaline doula. I love oh. her teas. I have been doing her teas, like just really drinking them and following the regimen that she has set out. And I definitely feel the difference. Do they help I've you been, lose weight? Because that's all I want to know. It helps. <laughs> helps move the blood, the body, you know, has all the things, you know. She's got a whole line of things to help, you know, women and, and humans in general. I'd be like, give me the tea to make me go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because it was five pounds. Oh, my God. Okay. 
You could just do that with regular water. You know that, right? Yes, like if you girl, just drink you a need shit to drink, ton of water. Drink a gallon of water a day and find it, fuck around and find out. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Because you will be peeing a lot and also it will give you some boo-boo too, girl. It'll be knocking all the things loose with all that water. <laughs> For real. You know what you look Go eat your White Castle burger. You know what? <laughs> you just want me to be sick. <laughs> Gotta get I'm gonna gain right. that weight right back. <laughs> that's that. That's that weight you gain right back. Dang, <laughs> little stomach Gina. virus weight. <laughs> um. <laughs> what you working okay. on, Anisha? So this is my birthday month. It is Woo. not a milestone birthday, but you know it's a birthday. So. There is this part of me. So Marquia, you talked a little bit about freedom, right? Like you having your own business gives you this different Mm -hmm. type of freedom. Um, Don't laugh. I want to be like a nomad for like a month, like just for like 30 days. I am thinking about planning a trip to Wyoming, kind of Montana. Like I want to go to a bunch of um, like national parks and just like live in the park. Okay. I know. I no want to do that. Be free. Thank you. I want to be free. We're um, going to shop her though. Like that's my <laughs> only question. Like, well, the I think part. that um, there is a part of me that has watched every criminal mind show, like all of the stuff. Uh-huh. So I always think I that I'm going to get taken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so but how are you going to bathe? What, what is happening? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I just want to know where you're going to shower. Like, if you're going to be in the park with the bears and all that, I mean, be free. Oh, with you know, they, they have wise. places for you. They Like, sometimes they have, like, little hotels. Like, they have little sometimes. spaces for you to live. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll find one where, like, there'll be somewhere. Like, it might be, like, a Motel 8. Oh, girl. Ooh. I know, I know. But I, it's not, I, I don't think a Motel 8 in Wyoming would be nasty because it's not, like, a Motel 8 in, like, a New York heavily City. populated, yeah, area. <laughs> yeah. You know, it might be a little cleaner. You know, but it also may have a coyote as your roommate. I don't know. Like, I just you roaming with the buffaloes, girl? <laughs> okay. Buffalo. So, like, I really oh, want to see like animals. Like, I this is kind of really. I really want to see animals and just mountains and you and just want foliage. Escape. You want to um, I don't think it's escape. Wild wilderness. I don't think it's escape. I feel like as a New Yorker, I just don't get to see this stuff. So I just um, want to see it. Like, I just, fair, I just I really love it, yeah. and I, I really want to kind of be outdoors. So I'm thinking about how I'm going to do it because I kind of want to do it alone. Um, mm. I, you know, you, when you share your life with someone and I've always been one of seven kids, like I want to see what it's like to just be with Anisha for an extended period of time. Mm. Now, not that I might not call somebody and be like, you want to come out for three days? <laughs> we, I'll, I'll get a hotel this week. Okay, because I was like, if out. you call me, I'm going to be like, where am I bathing? <laughs> right, yeah. right. I got a whole tour bus. Don't worry. You like, got you gonna be eating bison burger because <laughs> ain't no damn cows out there, right? So, you yes. be eating or off venison the land, off the land for real. So that's what I'm working on. I'm trying to put together a full on plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to figure woman. out the business, right? Like I still have to do the podcast. I have to have Wi Fi, like so, just mm-hmm. stuff like that to figure out how do I still take care of my responsibilities, but also kind of be out in nature. Go stay on a ranch or something. Yeah. Come on, black girl in nature. Be out yes, there with a yes, ranch yes. hand. Not do the ranch all. hand. <laughs> listen, if you're going to do it in for a penny and for a pound, do the whole damn thing. Don't just right. do a little bit. Do Don't half ass. Do it all the way. 
Well, he said, all right, so y'all, I'm going to come back next episode with some more info. I'm going to keep doing my little research. Is this your I'm narrative for the season? Because the last <laughs> last season, you was getting your apartment painted. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now I'm leaving the apartment. <laughs> I got this shit done God over. Now I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I don't want to be indoors no more. I want to be outside. I mean, I'm just saying. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, y'all. So it. it is Women's History Month. So I want to know who is the woman icon you want to uplift for this month? Who is it, y'all? Kimmy, Kimmy, who is it? Okay, so Octavia Butler. My boo, Octavia Butler. Mm-hmm. I just want y'all to hear this. Like, I was so sad. When okay. um FX did Kindred, yes, I watched Kindred. Oh, yes, 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 I watched yes. it. I was I really like, enjoyed this it. ain't the book. Which oh, doing? you okay? Because you've read the book. I've never read the book. This so what y'all doing? And it's not getting renewed because what? the Octavia Butler fans know like what you doing. Um, and so it was just was really sad. Like, oh, I how is this? How are we gonna bring out the rest of the stuff if this is the reception that it's getting? Um, so I, I got a shout out Octavia Butler. I love her. I love her books. You know, I love, you know, what she stands for. And, um, she's my, she's my icon for the month. Okay. I got okay. plenty, but she the one I want to highlight today on this okay. podcast episode. That's fair. What about you, Marquia? You know, I thought you were going to do, girl. I thought you was going to do Zora Neale Hurston with that hat on, friend. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lord, the eyes was watching God. Listen, I got my plantation plaits in my hair, so, you know, <laughs> we got a guest on. I don't want her looking at me crazy. That's Kim fair, that's like, fair. Kim I Kim is like, hair. it's always Black History Month down here. <laughs> my plantation yes. plaits. <laughs> For okay. me. Now, I know it's been a little minute since the Grammys, chat. Oh, shit. But, oh, damn. You know... Beyonce needs a little extra love because the people just hate on her for no reason. I still don't understand why Renaissance did not win album of the year. And Harry Styles talking about things like this don't happen to people like me. Who, a white man, right? Really? Look at that me, sir. Sir. So y'all running the game. What is he talking about about non-binary people? Because is he non-binary? I don't know. I'm not sure. What was he meaning by that? I don't know how, I don't, I really don't know how uh, Mr. Styles identifies. Um, I'm not sure of his pronouns. And I'm sure he's very lovely. But that ain't your damn trophy. Go give it to Beyonce. Exactly. No, but not all the people he beat out. He beat out Adele. He beat out Lizzo. He beat out Mary J. And I feel like, bad I for like, all of Dang. them. But again, Renaissance, because let me tell you something, right? If Renaissance wasn't that lit, why are everybody trying to go to the concert? I'm confused. Sold out. I'm confused. <laughs> If she's not that lit, she's not the greatest artist living at this moment in time. Why you got to get a code in order to buy the ticket? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. So none of y'all that didn't want to vote for my girl for album of the year right. better not be sitting in nobody's seat at no concert. Wait a minute. I read this and it's wow. Somebody, uh, one of the judges said I heard something it too, like... Um, she always wins. Yeah. So we didn't want to vote for her. You know, oh, hey, bitch, but, you, but you said you loved it. Right. I'm confused hey, but by what's this. What's that about? That's some real bias. You know, like you shouldn't be a given, judge. It's given racism. It's given you shouldn't be a judge. It's like given anti That's how you're making your decisions. Like, like it really. makes sense. I'm with y'all. Listen, everybody, I was trying to look for that hat that got sold out. You know what? The, it's called the Beyonce effect, right? It's really happening. Yes. I wrote this. I wrote a post on social media. said, I, cause I'm, I want to get scientific about this. Like how many OnlyFans pages are going to go up? <laughs> they could, um, you know, get them Beyonce tickets. 
because you know people were saying it's so expensive but it's not it's, it's not. not that bad it's not no my girlfriend got 600 dollars tickets in paris yeah and she said she had really good seats come on niggas in paris <laughs> But wait, why we acting like six hundred dollars is cheap? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I was thinking about I'm you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, like what was you? That's a six was like what is happening right now? We're too rich six. for my blood. Um, you know, the amount that people pay these days, like the Taylor Swift, tick, like it gets right. crazy. Well, I don't, they don't love themselves because ain't nobody paying for that. And I heard that Beyonce brings it out during tax time because she knows. So all I'm saying is she you knows know her your audience. Clientele. Okay, she knows her audience. You she know. said, let me help y'all. Y'all got a little extra money right now. So you could go ahead and Give spend that. If you want to spend it on me, who am I to tell you no? Who are me to judge? You know, who are me to judge? Wait, somebody said, Beyonce, you done told us to quit our job last year now. Make sure right, you take right. your prices, girl. <laughs> <laughs> But that was true because it was definitely release your job. And I was like, ooh, and the paycheck too? Like, that's that's a You lot. released your job. I can release my soul in the stress. I know, I did like, release my job, job though. Now. You released your job in your stress, so. I did, and I was able to release the wiggle, you know, so I could be at the concert. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, it worked. And then, now everybody don't got your story. Right, now, wait, <laughs> cautionary, like, right, advisory. This is not, results may vary. Results may vary. Don't Asterisk. just your job with no Be plan, on. child. Yes. <laughs> Anisha. Yes. Okay. Think, I'm going to yeah. keep it real simple. I'm going to go with bell hooks. Okay. okay. What's going um, on with bell hooks? I think recently I, <laughs> well, no, recently I saw this video of her and she talked about radical openness and difficult conversations. And I think for like the last six months, that has been a part of who I am. Mm. Like, I'm just trying to be open about all these different parts of me. Um, I'm in perimenopause. We'll talk about that on another show, but like mm. all of these different changes, like just trying to really be open and have hard conversations with people in my life. And I think so many people run away from that and I don't want to run, run away from those things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in session with people every day, trying to have them be more open, trying to help them have difficult conversations. I should be doing the same. And so when I listened to this, um, video that I saw of her and it was way back, like back in the day. It just was like, you know what? That's that's where I need to be right now. Like really radically open, vulnerable. Like this is who I am. I'm not hiding no parts of me no more. Fuck it. This is all of me. Take it. Shine a light on it, girl. Okay. That's right. Shine a light on it. Shine a light on it. Shine a light on it. Hey. Okay. Was somebody supposed to pick that up? And they did. Come on. I'm going to y'all. All right, y'all. So. I think it's time for us to introduce our guest and okay. get right into it. Let's do it. Because she's about it. to be in the waiting room and in, in, in the Zoom in a second, so we got to <laughs> get it popping. Right. Come through, girl. So, our first guest of the season is Nina Westbrook. Come on. Nina, so Nina Westbrook. We dropping bombs. Okay. So Nina Westbrook is a licensed marriage and family therapist mother of three children, and married to NBA all-star Russell Westbrook. Benet by Nina was founded to serve as a safe digital environment that offers a wealth of resources and e-workshops to help cultivate wellness in every area of life. Nina is passionate about erasing the stigma around mental health and calls on her knowledge as well as various experts' understanding to support others on their journey to physical and emotional wellness. Her refreshingly candid insight 
on the topics of mental health and the importance of personal and interpersonal growth are regularly highlighted by trusted outlets such as the New York Times, TED, Goop, Good Housekeeping, and ABC 13. Oh my God, I am so, so, so excited to welcome Nina Westbrook to the Black Woman Be Whole podcast. Nina, hello, hello, hello. Hi, ladies. It's so good to be here with you today. I am so appreciative to have another therapist on here. Um, they give me, you know, they give me trouble on here sometimes for being a therapist. So well, it's I I'm here. I'm here to back you up me. today. Come on, Nina. That's what I'm talking about. So guys, we are so excited. We have so much to talk about. Um, when I read that bio, there's so much to get into, but I think that we really kind of want to get started in talking about wellness, right? I think that as a society, we're talking more about wellness, our physical wellness, our mental wellness. So, um, Nina, we're just going to throw it out to you. What does wellness mean to you? And I guess, why is it important? Well, I mean, wellness to me, it means so many things. And I think the reason why um, it's become so prevalent is that we are starting to recognize the fact that our wellness is a combination of both our physical health and our mental health. You know, in the past, we put so much focus and emphasis on our physical health. If we don't feel good or there's something going on, we go see a doctor. And now, especially in the aftermath of COVID and, and, and all of the social justice issues that we've been kind of experiencing and going through as a nation, I feel like the emphasis on our mental wellness is now starting to... I don't want to say catch up with the emphasis on our physical wellness, but we are definitely starting to, as a society, value um, our, our mental and physical wellness together. And to me, wellness just means taking care of yourself and doing the things that you need to do to stay of sound mind, stay of sound body, stay healthy. Um, and just being true to who you are, trusting in how you feel and trusting in your body to tell you what you need and um, just, you know, developing and maintaining that relationship that you have with yourself. What I was thinking about is that as a society, yes, we are definitely catching up. And also as a therapist, I really want our mental wellness to be just as important. So the way that we get a physical every year I really want people to go see a therapist and maybe get three or four sessions as a check-in. Like, where am I? How are things going with myself? Am I, am I talking about my feelings? Am I talking about my needs and my wants and my relationship? Um, so yeah, I think for me, wellness is both physical and mental, but I've been so focused, of course, on that mental wellness piece that I think that, um, yeah, we're talking more about it as a society. And I think Black and Brown people are talking more about their wellness. So that's been pretty exciting for me. A lot of the time we wait until something drastic is happening in our lives to seek out therapy or seek out support. Whereas I think it's almost become sort of trendy, right? But there's not ever a wrong time to seek out therapy. And, and you don't have to wait until like everything hits the fan. When it comes to wellness, I think it's important to realize how much our choices in our everyday lives, every single small choice that we think that we're making um, impacts and affects our overall wellness and, and the bigger picture of things. And that's what I like to do with B'nai by Nina 
is try to help connect um, everyday circumstances or situations that we experience in our everyday lives and how that impacts our wellness and how making this slight change in our in our diet can help to improve our overall wellness. I'm so glad that you mentioned um, Bene Nina. I want to get into that. But before that, I really want to get back into wellness a little bit. Was wellness a family value or is that something like you acquired later on in life? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was emphasized as a family value when I was growing up. I do recall always feeling encouraged and always feeling comfortable talking about how I was feeling and expressing how I felt. I did. I grew up with three brothers, so it wasn't necessarily always easy. I might get picked on or teased, um, especially in our family dynamics for the things that you say. But I don't think that it was something that was shied away from, even 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 so. And um, I do. My mom was a, a physician's assistant, and I do re- recall um, having lots of rules about food. She used to buy this whole grain bread with all the seeds and nuts and all of the things in it when I was younger. And I used to absolutely hate it. Um, And I just didn't understand why we couldn't have Wonder Bread. Like all my friends, there were, we didn't drink, you know, soda in the house and like all of these things. She would never let us go to Burger King. I was so mad um, (laughs) as I was younger, but what I realized is that all of those things, and obviously my mom was trying to help us eat healthy. And those are definitely things that I carried on with me into my um, adulthood and with my own kids today. I love that. I love that because I think for a lot of us, we don't realize that we carry the things that were given to us by our family and how we either we replicate them in like our adult lives with kids or um, someone comes along and disrupts it or helps us realize maybe that's not the best value to continue carrying on. So, um, and speaking of like family, right? Like you're, I, you know, why did you become a licensed marriage and family therapist? I'm so curious about that. You know, I feel like growing up, I was always that one friend or the family member that everyone kind of went to, to, I don't know, run their issues or little, you know, whatever you want to call them by. I also had three brothers. So naturally, and no sisters. So naturally, I was, I want to say a little bit more mature and kind of um, responsible. (laughs) Um, And I used to take on a lot of the leadership roles in my family, um, even though I wasn't the oldest because my parents both worked a lot. My mom was commuting and working in Los Angeles at the time. And so I kind of naturally fell into that role. And as I got older, I discovered how much I really enjoyed having these meaningful, deeper conversations with other people, getting to connect with other people um, through different commonalities and, and also helping other people to learn, encouraging them to grow and, and value themselves and love themselves and work on their relationships. And so I started studying and it felt like fun to me. It didn't feel like school or work. 
I just was really into it. And so I was like, maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause I actually started out as an English major, which I'm grateful for. That was great. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Um, and so I, I found, I definitely found my path and I think it started very early on. No, that's super awesome. And it's almost like, you know, what we're about to ask you next, because you talked about how you had so many roles and wore so many hats. And now you're in, a, in your adult life, you're a wife, mother of three, entrepreneur. How do you balance these roles and identities and make sure that you still have time to exist as Nina, the person, not Nina, the wife, Nina, mommy, Nina, the friend. What do you do for Nina to make sure that she's okay? I hate to say, but I feel like I, I know how to say the right things and how to encourage other people in their own lives. Um, it's a little bit harder for me <laughs> to take my own advice, I guess, which is probably true for most of us. Um, it is yeah, definitely <laughs> sure that is resonating with me yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, right. We we always want to see our family and our friends and everyone thrive and take care of themselves. And and um, but when it comes to us, we just have a little bit more of a difficult time making that happen. Um, so I think the first thing that I've been able to do is understand that and recognize that about myself, um, which is is always important like self-reflection and self-discovery and your relationship with yourself is always going to be the most important relationship that you're going to have um because it's going to tell you um you're going to be able to 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 do some reflection and figure out where your time um is needed most right so this idea of doing it all or trying to maintain you know my businesses and my 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 marriage and be a great mom and 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 take care of myself at the same time it's not easy it's it's definitely a juggle but i think instead of trying to do all of it all at the same time i think i prioritize what i feel needs my attention the most at that time so if i'm noticing that my kids are feeling like they need extra mommy time or I'm noticing changes in their behavior, then that's a sign for me um, that I need to spend more time delving into that and making sure that they're getting what they need from me. Um, if it's my business and I see something happening or getting ready and gearing up to, for a launch or something like that, then that might get more of my attention or my relationship. And I know when I, I'm feeling burnt out. I know when I'm tired. I know when I've had enough. And then yes. I know that instead of doing the little things that I might do on a daily basis to take care of myself, it might be time to do something a little bit more meaningful that's really going to help me replenish. So I think it's kind of going through life and seasons, which is silly because to me because it's a basketball analogy, but <laughs> there are going to be different seasons in our life where we're going to spend a lot more time of our time doing one thing over the next, but knowing and when to prioritize all of the different or what, what hat to wear, knowing which hat to wear at that time is, is, is important in order to navigate through all of that. No, that definitely makes sense to me. Um, and I appreciate you acknowledging that. I'm curious to know, like, what is a more meaningful thing to replenish Nina though, right? Like, are you like, I like to go shopping. I want to go to the beach. I need to just <laughs> take a nap. I'm a nap girl. So like, I don't know. Uh, uh, 
um I'm a vacation what that looks girl. like for you. <laughs> Look, I want a beach. As soon as it's time to replenish, I'm a, take I'm me a to the beach. Hop girl. I, I like to go out and turn up a little bit. You know you what? Know, you my know energy. What? Okay, so for me, I think I love I I rely so much on the women in my life, my friends, my that. mom, and my family. Not only do I want to go on vacation, but I want to bring all of these amazing people in my life to share that time with because every single time we get together we all leave feeling energized and ready to take our best selves back into the jungle or wherever it is yes. <laughs> whatever wherever we're going we we're able to leave feeling encouraged and enlightened and refreshed and wow. so um I think I'm known to bring together amazing people that we can kind of share um our lives for a, a moment in time and 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 do something meaningful and have important conversations and feel good about where we are when we leave that's if I'm doing like the full out thing yeah I do know how to take care of myself uh in in much simpler ways you know nightly watching housewives or something which franchise which one <laughs> oh I hate to say there are only a few that I don't watch okay whatever they have to offer typically <laughs> my sister just got into Potomac like season one she has been texting Lucky me every her. day she gets to watch everything. The whole thing. <laughs> like she's never she seen did. any of it so she's like <laughs> texting me like oh my goodness Giselle Robin and I'm like girl I've seen this like years ago but I'm going to roll with you. Yes. But okay. it's bringing back memories for you and energy. <laughs> like, I you forget more than you remember. Like, you know, sometimes you have to go back and watch too. Well, it was I good until it got toxic. It's like mindless. I get to look at other people deal with whatever it is yes. they're they going through <laughs> and just oh. be happy in my little chair and the couch or something. Wait, Anisha, yours is love after lockup, right? Or something. Oh, oh my God. God. He loves trash <laughs> TV. It's a mess. I now, love after lockup is a time. I'm not watching currently, but okay. I do know there's drama about Monique <laughs> and that little tiny man and people don't understand well, their relationship. <laughs> let me let me just say this. I think that I do watch it kind of like as a voyeur, kind of as a therapist. And I'm like, there's some real unrealistic expectations going on here, y'all. Like this person just got out of jail and you want them to be a full-on partner to you with no job, no nothing. <laughs> so it's like just so interesting. I sit there and I'm like, my husband's like, are you really watching that again? I'm like, I watch it every Friday, honey. Like, I just need you to know that this is my thing. But what I did hear you talk about also, Nina, was sisterhood, right? And like the importance of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that, when Kim and I decided to start Black Women Behold, a big piece of that was about helping women find sisterhood because Kim and I, well, Kim and I also have been friends for over 25 years. So we went to college together. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I would tell her when I would meet a lot of women in my practice, I noticed that a lot of them didn't have friends. And like, I had no idea that that was even a thing because I've mm -hmm. always been, I'm grateful that I've had amazing friends throughout my lifetime and I don't know what I would do without them. So listening to you talk about how you want to have your friends and your mom and your family around you, these women in your life, it is so important. You know, we do these events with women because we want to help them find that sisterhood, right? Because sometimes mm -hmm. women are not able to trust and they, they don't know where to find friends, right? We usually find friends at school or at work. Right. And if you're not opening yourself up, you're not going to do it. So when they come to our events, 
you know, we really kind of pushed them finding that sisterhood. And it's really been unbelievable. We've had people like, you know, DM us and be like, oh, I met someone at the brunch and now we're going to see a play and we're doing this and we're going to dinner. So I feel like that sisterhood with women is so important and it's really a huge value for us at Black Women Hall. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, you can't get things done without people. And sometimes that um, sisterhood is really important to reset for you, right? Like you need it just mm -hmm. as much as they do. If we're feeding each other. And I find like having those moments are so great, but what would it be like if we could live like that all the time where people just got it and they just wanted to connect and we didn't have to like escape from our reality to get those moments and we could just live like that, you know, 80% of our lives or something. I just feel like there's so much that we could be, that we could get from like relationships and, you know, some people have to work through their things, right? And right. so figuring out what that means is always an interesting journey for everyone. So, and, you know, texting, calling, you know, trips, I'm up for that. That's, that's <laughs> how we roll too. So dinner, coffee. And I love that you, you're, you mentioned that the events that you have bring people together because that is 100% my intention. Um, I, my friends are probably like, they love it, but secretly, but I'm always, <laughs> I'm the one at the table that's like, okay, we're going to go around and everyone's going to answer this question about why they're so, you know, grateful or share hardship that we can, you know, very limited. And so the way we, the way we spend our time I think is is so important. And I meet so many different amazing women. And like you said, they don't, they need that support system from other women and, and especially black women. And so if I see, I have this friend over here, I'm not like that. No new friends thing. I'm like, I have a friend over here, yes. a friend over here. And I think you guys would be amazing together. So let's meet up in Cabo or something and just have a whole kumbaya and leave, to, leave Cabo with new friendships and new relationships, you know? I love that. And maybe a little tequila, maybe a little. Ah, ah. And a lot of people. Okay, wow. perfect. <laughs> Nina said, don't, don't put me in a box, bro. Right. I, like I didn't want to assume. I was thinking shot, shot, shots, but I wasn't sure <laughs> if that's where you were. <laughs> I'm a sipper now, but, you know, one a little glass of water in between each little cocktail and then I'm good to go. The water is the key to avoid that hangover. I agree. <laughs> I love that we're talking about sisterhood. Um, in March during Women's History Month, right? Like what a great time to talk about it. But we talked about connection, right? And so I really want now to talk about like what inspired you to create Bene by Nina, Bene by Nina, I'm so sorry. And the Do Tell Wellness card game. Cause I think that card game is all about connection. Mm -hmm. So I would love to kind of talk more about that. I feel like I went through this time as a marriage and family therapist, I was practicing. I did a lot of inpatient work and then I was working in the school systems and I had to pivot and I felt like I wanted to figure out a way that I could still help to build those connections and still be um, well within the, the mental health um you know, community. And so I wanted to create B'nai by Nina as a way to share information really is the way that it started. Um, I wanted to share stories. I wanted to bring expert advice that everyone may not have access to, right? Mm -hmm. Or I wanted to be able to put information um, on B'nai that 
people are seeking, but maybe don't have the time and resources or the, the courage to go out and seek professionally or seek out on their own. It was meant to just serve as a resource and a space to connect and read and learn about other people's experiences, because that's how we, we connect, right? Is by learning about each other and the things that we go through and the commonalities that we share with the next person. Um, that's how we connect. And so that then led me to this idea of um, creating Do Tell, which is a conversation card game literally de designed to inspire growth and connection. I started asking questions to my, at the time, very non-communicative husband. <laughs> at the time, he was he was not my husband. He was just this boy. He was on the way. He was on the way. He's this dude you was talking to. Some dude I'm talking to in college. And um, I talk a lot. No, no surprise there. So we would be on the phone for hours talking. Well, I would be on the phone for hours talking and he wouldn't really say much. So um, I came up with this idea of the question game where we essentially had to take turns asking each other any question in the world um, to try to get to know each other better. Um, and you had to answer. There was no out. So <laughs> it was really fun. It was, and anytime I felt like I wanted to or he wanted to um, just have that kind of deeper experience, we would, we would do that. Um, that was many years ago. Um, now, I very much so have to tell him to stop talking to me quite often. I love it. So he's no longer that person. But at You're the time, that's babe. where we were. You're his safe space. Yeah. Like, babe. I'm like, okay, yeah, uh, I guess seriously. So. <laughs> I'm like, you must be happy. I'm happy or happy, but I can't, I don't want to talk. I'm not happy. Uh, <laughs> but I'm happy you're happy. I'm happy over it. there. Yeah. Um, but do tell is definitely a conversation card game meant to provoke, you know, meaningful conversations. I've played with couples, I've played, you know, in mixed company, men and women. Um, with my parents, I paid, I played with my, my girlfriends, I've played with, you know, just about anybody. And when I tell you the experience is always a blast, I can't even continue playing just because everyone's answers are always going to be different. Right. So it always feels fresh and new. Um, even though I've heard these questions all before, we're all so different. Everyone answers them differently, but people are really, really excited and I've gotten the biggest reaction, believe it or not, from men who Come are on. like, yeah, they're like, I want to answer that question too. Oh, like, love it. Okay. I'll answer the same question. Yes. Look at um, you. Impacting yeah, the men's lives, yeah. girl. It's for yeah, everybody. It's, it's for everybody. Okay. It's for everybody. <laughs> and people really love being in situations where they feel that they can be vulnerable mm -hmm. and everyone can be vulnerable together because that's what really creates that connectivity oh well guess what you need to play with us then Come yeah i was gonna on. say it's a question you have a card wellness card game i'm ready yes I the um, audience is ready for my answer though because i'm the wild one <laughs> I, I you know what i had a feeling like i had a feeling that this, this, this group of ladies was gonna be like that so i picked a, a fun question okay okay 
Um, Who's gonna go first? So I'll go is, first. Is it high spice, medium spice? What? I did keep it cool. I didn't keep it cool. <laughs> okay, so it's a mild, medium to mild. Yes, okay. yes we're keeping okay. it cool. We, <laughs> I don't know if we need it. It's more spicy than this. Do tell us um, the dog okay. is a thing. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> next, coming next. Um, okay, so how would your closest friends describe you? my closest friends see it depends on which one you ask right so for the most part everyone would probably tell you I'm definitely supportive good listener but I'm also very big on my boundaries too so like if I said no I said no so like that is a thing too yeah like because the thing is I can't keep pouring into cups that you know and, and making sure everyone else is good and healthy and successful but not take care of myself so I had to get a little bit stronger on the nose um even more so than previous seasons as the listeners know that's like one of my favorite words to say um but definitely very loving caring and like will do any and everything I can in order to help I love that thanks okay I'm gonna go next what will my closest friends say about me okay yeah it does depend because I'm you know it's not code switching but it is definitely personality (laughs) switching a little bit because there's some people who can't handle my wild side um, I definitely think my friends would say like I'm very adventurous and a little wild because I've always got the stories. Um, I think they would say that I that I that I help and I do a lot. Like I'm always showing up. Like if somebody needs something and I have it at my disposal, um, I will certainly um what money, time, all the things, I'm certainly showing up for people that I love um or care about. And I have a I have a I have a problem with no. So my boundaries are very opaque. Um, they're not transparent but they're definitely opaque Mm -hmm. I think they would also say that I'm a little rigid because I have to um have very kind of like specific things like okay if you if you get in the midst of this then you know my reaction is going to be probably a little too rigid for people so um it just depends on like my values that people hit so and I'll leave it at that but I'm also fun like people really enjoy being around. I can see that about you. She's <laughs> very fun. She's and I, very but, fun. but here's the thing. And I also get people to do things. They're like, I can't believe I did that. And it's like, well, you were hanging out with me. That's on you. But did you mm. have a good time? <laughs> there it is. You will always have a good time. <laughs> um, well, I have one of my best friends on here. So Kim, I think that you would say I was fun. I can be super sarcastic sometimes. That wild side, the two of us get together, is going to be a good time for everybody. <laughs> um, I'm pretty adventurous um, as well. As far as boundaries, um, I'm one of seven kids. So I say yes to just about anything. So if you ever need help, I will always be open to, to help. I'm pretty loving. Um, I'm super understanding sometimes. And if you're really close to me, you're going to say I'm super emotional. Like I can drop a tear in a minute and I'm okay with it. I used to have an issue with it because I was teased because it was seven of us. Um, and my mom and my dad, they would be like, an Academy Award goes to, I'm like, really y'all? I was that dramatic. So I'm pretty <laughs> dramatic. Um, but I have learned to love all of those parts of me. And I think what's interesting is how do you start to learn to love those parts, right? And not feel bad about the ones that, you know, you get teased about, but it's part of who you are, so- Absolutely. And I mean, it wouldn't be family if there wasn't a lot of teasing happening. 
I know. When do we let that one go? Yeah. But I have good jokes, so I'm good at teasing too. So I can't act like I'm not. Yeah, give it right back. That's what you learn when you're younger, is just to give it right back to them. It's a rite of passage in the Black family. You can't keep up. <laughs> you better learn how to keep right. up. <laughs> I feel bad for the introverts in Black families. Because you're going to get these I'm jokes. Introvert, but you know what? Introverts are not the same around family, I don't think. Right. They're only introverts in out in the world. Yeah. Right? When they're home, when you're, when you're in your safe space, where that could be wherever your people are or in your home. It's not that much of an introverted life, I feel like. I, th- I would have great distinction because my husband is an introvert, but like when Kim spent time with him, she was like, oh my God, like he's so cool. He's so fun. I'm like, yeah, that's why I married him. Y'all might see a different <laughs> side of him. At our wedding, she was like, he is not going to dance off a genuine my pony. I'm like, he's going to do it. I promise you. <laughs> he sure did. I was like, okay, shock. Shock in Mexico. What's going on here? Yeah. You got to get comfortable. I'm an, I'm actually an introvert, but most people don't know. I'm like a closeted introvert just because when they see me, it I don't I guess I don't give introvert vibes, but it's it's taxing. Like I did this whole thing about introverts and extroverts. I I actually talked to a parenting coach about it when it came to my kids because um society wants you to be an extrovert right we were like we were yeah we do um and so this challenge and the struggle to be you know on all the time yeah on all the time it definitely because people don't understand when you when you just don't want to talk and and you just want to be left alone they think that's (laughs) my kid is giving it no talk about it because someone actually texted me today and was like I haven't heard from you and I was like (laughs) if you know me in real life I am not an everyday person. Now, if you text me, you need something, I will be available. I will get back mm-hmm. to you. I will do the things, but I don't want to talk to you every day. I don't yeah. talk to my mama every day. I don't talk to my daddy every day. <laughs> so like when people are like, you don't, and I'm just like, I just, I just want to be alone, but you're so excited. No girl, I have to do that outside when I'm in the house. <laughs> I don't have to talk to nobody. I live alone. Right. Right. No mm-hmm. one looks like me. Mm-hmm. It's like an actor on a stage. Literally. You become like an actor on a stage. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Let me tell you something. Oh, Kim, you have to come to our party because it won't be a party. No, girl, I'm tired now. The, you know, the pandemic really broke that down for me. Like, I'm not the life of the party anymore. I want to go home. Mm-hmm. I want to go lay down. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to sit. And, and I hate to use that phrase because that's not what it is. Because it's like when someone is fun, like people they want you to make their thing funner or they better. They want more of you. Yeah. They want you know more, what? more I have the best analogy that my yoga instructor slash friend told me. She's she's like one of those people that she, when she comes, it's just positive, mm-hmm. happy, love, and she makes you feel like a million bucks. So we're talking about introverts and extroverts. And she says that as an extrovert, you wake up in the morning and you leave the house with zero tokens and you collect tokens from each person that you see along the way throughout the day. So by the end of the day, you have a bag full of tokens. As an introvert, you wake up with about 10 tokens. And and, and as you get through your day, you're passing out your tokens 
And once you lose, once your last token is gone, you're done. You that's the door. it. That's all I'm you gonna have, have to, to lose. I'm going to have to use that one, Nina. Thank you. I'm stealing Yeah, that. and that's me. <laughs> I have only so many tokens. And I know if I need my tokens for something, I know enough about myself now that I'm going to save my tokens and I'm going to save them up because I'm going to need to give a lot out at this event tonight. So I'm going to stay <laughs> at home and keep my tokens for me so I can have the energy to right. give out later on in the evening for this mm-hmm. event. That's right. kind of, you got to be a little bit more intentional. Yeah. Your tokens. I love that. I am all over the place. I'm a mess. I have stayed up for 24 <laughs> hours because I'm like this person, that person. And it wasn't drugs. It just was like a good time. In <laughs> Not this you know It feels like a drug though. Like yeah. for an extrovert, being around <laughs> other people, I'm it giddy. feels like a drug. It does. You're like, you said you giddy. Giddy, <laughs> giddy. Okay. I was like, wait, what? Oh. It is. And then yeah. if you're not an extrovert, it feels like someone is zapping you of all of your energy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just growing up in a large family though. I feel like I've met every kind of person that I'm going to meet. My mother's one of eight. My father's one of nine. It's a bunch of people. And so you, there is no quiet. So I've never grown up in quiet, I think. And it feels weird to be quiet and alone. That's my thing I got to work through y'all. Now we know season three, that might be my storyline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that, but to that point though, Kim, I think that that's where I'm the opposite because it was always like loud in my house. I'm one of three and I'm the oldest. So, you know, that comes with a whole bag of special <laughs> issues in and of itself. But I love the fact that I don't have to talk to anybody. Like, it's my favorite thing. Like I walk in here, no one's looking for me. It's just, it's beautiful. So like, I'm pretty I think I'm too into it because my family's like, you never come around. And I'm just like, well, we did it for a long time, guys. You know, like we were, we were together for a while. It's okay. (laughs) We can can be separate. Can I point out how the one question that you gave us, Nina, has led into this whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think like the listeners can see, like, it's really a door to conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it it would be really great for a dinner party, like or any party, like an intimate party. It would be really cool. Mm-hmm. for any vacation yeah like it is it's really truly magical I came up with the questions the whole point is to have a it's it's meant to be self-reflective and it's also meant to help you um, take the time to think about the things that we don't typically think about um, and you would have to read into like read more of the questions to, to know exactly what I'm talking about but once you hear your answers, then hopefully um, you'll be able to make changes or or shift things around um, to do things that that uh, are more beneficial for you in the way that you see yourself and the way you enjoy to spend your time and so on and so forth. I love that. That is fun. Y'all better go get these do tell cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find out about yourself, your friends. Or relearn some things, you know, be honest, be vulnerable. I'm excited. Um, we might have to we might have to play a game, Anisha. Yes. With the I'm gonna send you some cards for with sure. The people. Ooh, oh my god, thank you. And, 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 stay, and we're gonna and we're gonna play that online on a live on IG or something. We're gonna grab a few folks just to let them see, you know, what that feels like. Cause that did feel good, you know. It was validating because it was like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. but then we went deeper. 
like mm-hmm. what what Marquia said what Anisha said I kind of know and kind of and I'm sure based on what I said they were like yeah that's you mm-hmm. but then we we went to another level yes. so thank you for that why the why yeah, yeah right, right. Wow. How did we get here? Right. Yeah. Must know more. What's the origin story? Right. Like, <laughs> I think it's okay, interesting. You, <laughs> I think people think that they know their friends, but also we grow. Right. And I'm not the same person as, as I was 10 years ago. Right. So my my answer might have been different then. So if we have this conversation now, you might continue to learn more and more about me. So I think that that's the beauty of this, that you can really learn so much more about your friends than you think that you know. Because I think sometimes we think we know people, but that's only the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And thank you. That's a space like you're creating a space for people to do that. Right. Like sometimes in passing, those kind of things don't come up. So we have to be intentional. I like the word going back to what you said earlier, being intentional about conversation. Um, and and, and it, it being in the shape and the form of a game, but a lot of this stuff is our questions. All of, a lot of these questions are things that might come up in therapy, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone is not open and everyone doesn't necessarily understand um, or maybe they're afraid to, to go to therapy. Um, but a lot of the questions are like self-reflective and you're going to learn about yourself. Um, you're going to learn maybe even what other people think about you um, or other people, how other people see you. Um, and the more knowledge we have about ourselves and the more we know about ourselves, our relationship with ourselves can improve. And again, it's the most important relationship that you're going to have. So it's great to continuously work on that relationship. No, I love that for sure. It's kind of like sneaking the vegetables in the pasta for the kids, right? It's like, oh, it's a game. Come on. And then it's like, wait, I learned something. And maybe that didn't feel so bad. And maybe I will find a therapist. So I think that that, but think about it, right? Like people start to have like, oh, it's not that bad. Like this is the things you do in therapy. So I think that that's really awesome that you do that. Um, I know we're getting close to time. So do you have any tips, tools, or resources that you would like to share out with our listeners? Obviously, B'nai by Nina, follow her on all the socials, folks. But what else would you suggest that people consider, look into as they go on this journey and maybe just start to open up to the idea of, you know, mental health and taking care of it and growing as a person? Yes. I mean, obviously there are so many resources available to each of us online. Um, a lot of them free resources. I know B'nai by Nina offers so many free resources. Um, I also offer wellness courses, um, like wellness workshops. My latest workshop is for competitive athletes. Um, I actually partnered with a really good friend of mine, Dr. Charleston, Um, And I met her, she was actually the team doctor um, to one of my husband's uh, teams and one of his professional teams. And so um, we connected and we're friends to this day and we decided we're going to come up with a workshop to help competitive athletes, not only with their, not with their physical fitness, but with their mental fitness, because as we've seen over the years, Um, a lot of the pressure and a lot of the anxiety that is caused um, from being a competitive athlete from the highest level in the Olympics with Simone Biles Mm -hmm. and Michael Phelps is a huge mental health advocate and Kevin Love in the NBA. um, There's more conversation about it. And I think that 
I thought it was the, the, the right time to come out with a workshop um, to help other people learn how to cope and manage um, the many stressors of being a competitive athlete. Um, and as far as tips of well, for wellness, I would say just be a student, um, be a student of yourself, learn, grow, seek out help and support when you need it. Um, even if you're not ready to take that next step and, 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 and jump into therapy, there's so many different things that you can do, um, before then that can help you to get acquainted with who you are and figure out what your boundaries are and what your likes and dislikes are and who you connect with and who you can go to in times of need and, and, um, and how do you like to spend your time? And so we talked about this question. I think it was the first question that you all asked is how do I um, see wellness and what does it mean to me? And I think that everybody should be asking themselves that question and what can you do to be intentional, intentional about seeking out that wellness for you in your own life and your own personal situations. Oh, I love that. Woo, that's the way to so end much. the show. Okay. Right. That's right. <laughs> now tell us your socials, friend, before we let you go. How do they find you on the internet? How do they follow you? Oh, I mean, on Instagram at Nina Westbrook. Um, and then at Benet by Nina with an X, Benet X Nina. Um, and then my card game, do tell card game at do tell card game and um, Benet by Nina.com. Awesome. Thank you guys. Go get Thank that you. stuff. Yes. 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 Go get the cards. Go get the do tell cards. Y'all. Yeah. Listeners, go do that. So That's fun. You, you won't regret it. Yeah. And check out her wellness community because I think that having a digital wellness community is so important because a lot of us are still not doing things in person. And so wherever you are, you can learn so much. I looked on there, you talked about skincare, you talked about nutrition. So I love it because it's a myriad of things. It's not just kind of focused on one thing. So it's kind yeah. of a one-stop shop. Yeah. So I appreciate Body, that. mind, and community. I like how you broke it down too because it's you and then y'all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you on you Thank first. you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much, Nina. We had so much fun with you. Same. I did too. Next time we'll play, we'll go through more questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe oh, we can get you on a live. Maybe we can do a little like <laughs> have you pop on a live. That would be <laughs> yeah, a fun time. I would love to. Awesome. Okay. Am I doing the takeout? Yes. Yeah. Take us out. Okay. As always, thank you for listening to the Black Woman Behold podcast, season three. This is season three, y'all. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> if you want to keep up with us, um, of course, it's at Black Woman Behold on Instagram. Same on Facebook. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter. Get those emails. Um, sign up and see what events we're doing, where we'll be, and a way to just keep in touch with us. So we look forward to talking to y'all the next time. Bye, y'all. All right, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Black Woman Behold podcast. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can find us on Instagram at Black Woman Behold, on Facebook at Black Woman Behold. You can even go to our website, blackwomenbehold.com, where you can join our mailing list and you can find out what we're doing as far as events, where we'll be, if we're vending. You can also get a heads up on any information about upcoming podcasts and any product releases we're having. We appreciate you, sis. We'll see you next time.